When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the stinking truth. Let's jump right into it. I, I I saw a lot out of Buffalo last week that I didn't know that they had in going into Kansas City. So much is being made of Mahomes and the, the call and sure. the penalty and all the sure. controversy. I think what was kind of lost in all that was, hey, Buffalo showed, showed something. Yeah, um, th- no question about it. And I think that, you know, elite level defensive ability, I don't think there's any question about that. So I think that's big time. I think, obviously, Josh Allen and their offense, they've got unbelievable weapons. And and all those things are true. Uh, Now, they may have played themselves in such a hole that even if they win out, um, they still may be in trouble in regards to tiebreakers and everything else. And and you've got to believe, I mean, they've got Dallas this weekend. So, I mean, that's going to be a really tough matchup, albeit in Buffalo. If they win that game, then I think that changes. If they win out, I think they're in. But if they go three and one down the stretch, then there are two or three other teams that if they have the same record at ten and seven, that I think they'll lose out in tiebreakers too. So I think for Buffalo, good that they played that way against Kansas City, but I believe that they have to win out um to to be a playoff team. I, I really think and they may have played themselves in that hole. And we're talking tiebreakers or a head to head competition. We're talking about the uh you know, the conference champion or the conference record and all those things. Well, they finish up home against Dallas, uh, at the Chargers. Chargers are done. Yeah. Uh, home against the Patriots and then at Miami. And I guess maybe it would come down to Does Miami have something to play for? Exactly. Are they playing for home field advantage? I mean, and, and let's face it, Miami had a fourteen point lead going late into the fourth quarter last week and ended up coughing that thing up and uh, losing to a Tennessee Titans team that is, that's playing a rookie quarterback and is challenged. So, um, yeah, everybody is flawed as a, dug, as a drugstore diamond. When you talk AFC, I mean, I think probably right now the team that you would look at and say, man, that's the one team in the AFC you know, that, that, that feels like they, they've got the most staying power, that feels like they're the, the, the toughest team is Baltimore. Yeah, but they're even, quarterbacked yeah. by a guy that has a checkered – Playoff, playoff history, record. right? Yeah, but down the stretch, you feel like you feel like Baltimore is the leader in the clubhouse, and then everybody else is kind of a muddled mess. So Dallas and Buffalo is kind of fascinating to me because you're, are you showing more faith in Dallas than I thought you would? Dallas going on the road to Buffalo in December, you seem to yeah. kind of trust Dallas in this environment. This game. I just trust. I I think Dallas is a good team. I think they're a really good team, and I think they're feeling like they're feeling very confident in what they are and who they are. And when you play Philadelphia and you throttle Philadelphia, even though you're at home, when you match them like physicality for physicality, and you end up winning that battle. Because I know that Dallas is very skilled. I know their receiving core very skilled. You know, CeeDee Lamb and the rest of those, very skilled. They're tight end, very, very skilled. I know their running back right now is very skilled. But they dominate a line of scrimmage. 
And that's always impressive to me. And then defensively, Dallas is a dominant defensive football team at all three levels. They have that ability. And they've honestly got, and I think he takes the mantle, the best defensive player in football. So I was talking to a head coach. This is two weeks ago. Talking to a head coach that reached out to another head coach, right, and said, hey, we're getting ready to play the Cowboys. You know, little scouting report, if you will. Because these coaches, you know, they they're, they develop friendships and everything else. Mm-hmm. And this particular head coach said, in regards to the Dallas Cowboys defense and in regards to Micah Parson, however good you think he is on film, times it by 10. Like, that's how dominant a player he is on the football field and how many different things he does. Because think about it, Mike. He'll line up defensive end. He'll line up like a stand-up defensive tackle. He'll be at the linebacker position. He can drop back in coverage. Like, there's nothing that he can't do and that he can't do exceptionally well. And I've said this before. I'll say it again. I think that if he lined up at defensive end or edge player on a consistent basis, he'd lead the league in sacks. Right, he's just so good, and then you you couple that with guys like Demarcus Lawrence and Odigizuwa and some of the other guys they have. They've got players, man. They have got big time players. So you're not swayed at all. You're not concerned at all about the 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 road record, three and three on the road, and in their three losses, they gave up twenty eight, forty two, and twenty eight points. And these next two weeks, they're going to Buffalo and Miami. Don't isn't I? I thought you might want to. Pump the brakes on the Cowboys until maybe you saw what they did these next two games no, on the I, road. I, I think we're, the way they're playing right now and the confidence with which they're playing, um, I think they have gained in confidence and gained in understanding of who they are. Like I think one of the one of the great things that really good coaches do is they establish their strengths and then they lean hard into those strengths. And you know that, and that's what I always talk about when it comes to identity. I need to have an identity in what I do, and my players need to be able to rely on it. And you know, over the course of years, as you know, you know, I, I'll consult with some teams, and and you know, in the off season, I'll travel out and sit down for three days, and you know, go over film, and and you know, and I've done this with with several different teams. Um, and one of the things that I've always impressed upon them. Whether it was you know with, whether it was Joe Gibbs or or Mike Shanahan, one of the things that was very comforting to me as a player is I knew what we were on second down and one. I knew we're not a shot team, we're a conversion team, and I knew what plays were going to get called. So I knew in the huddle when we got into one of those situations, third down and one, second down and one, whatever the case was, I knew. You know, there's three plays coming into the huddle. And to me, it was part of it was those plays I could run in my sleep, regardless of what you show me on defense. It doesn't matter what the front is, I know how to block it. So there will never be a situation where there's confusion. I'll never be confused. I will always know what my responsibility is and how I'm going to get that done. So there's comfort in understanding that and having that reliability of, I know that I'll out-execute you regardless of what you do as a defense. I'm going to out-execute you. So there's that part of it. And then the second part of that, Mike, is you're showing me as a coaching staff that you have confidence in me me as a player. 
And that's empowering. Because now all of a sudden, like, there is not one coach who's going to make a play this weekend. They're going to stand around their ass off all weekend long. That's what they do. They're coaches. So they're not going to make a tackle. They're not going to throw a block. They're not going to have a nice run. They're not going to have a nice throw. Nope. It's not what they do. They call plays. And ultimately, it's you as a coach empowering me as a player to believe in myself by you believing in me. Does that make sense? Like that? Sure. And for me, that was empowering. Like, it's second down and one, man. I know you're running right up my ass. So I got to do my job because the whole team counts on Like, every guy on this offense knows. And the guys on the defensive side, they know. They were running. They're going to run left. That's what they do. Let's go. Love that. 